Oh my God, I. It's me, Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it simply is. Is there another kind of culture that has uh, uh, fellow travelers in it? I don't think so. To this end, Troubled Waters pits a pair of entertainers against one another in a pop culture battle to the ego death. To win this battle, each guest will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the the their improvised pep talks, perhaps, uh, to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus, which will automatically give their opinion on, all right, how this year is actually going to be the one that's different. More weight than a civilian's. Let's dive in. You're listening to Troubled Waters. meet our guest. Our first contestant, he's a comic, he's a writer, he is, I'll just say it, not even a regional treasure, a national treasure. Uh, check out his website for upcoming tour dates. Um, you know, we're recording this in the morning, so he probably hasn't done cocaine yet, unless he is a morning cocaine person. It's Josh Gondelman. Josh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me here. It is where I am. It's the afternoon, but I- oh, okay. uh, that doesn't mean that I am using cocaine. Because <laughs> you, you don't. It's a thing. It's not. a thing that's become attached to you. How do you actually feel about it? Like, it's I, kind of funny from the It's outside. like, obviously, it's like a, a bit that Matt Coff innovated and then Paul F. Tompkins popularized. And I never mind when it's friends doing it. I always, yeah. I always like to get kind of gently roasted by friends. It is a little bit tiresome with some strangers. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, I bet that that's true. Do people like do strangers like offer you cocaine? No, I, it's never okay, it's never gotten that real. <laughs> good, good, good. It's I, I mean, honestly, if, I've yeah. been unemployed for a while. It would I would just flip it <laughs> at this yeah. point. Sure, of course, you have to. Mm-hmm. You have to in this day and age. It's you could, you in could this earn. economy. You you can't not accept free cocaine and then resell it at a markup. <laughs> resell, test it for fentanyl, and right? Then test it for fentanyl. It. So that's my overhead as the fentanyl tester. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Available mm-hmm. on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You Probably. can also you can also flip so. the fentanyl though. Oh, that's oh, true. Sure, yeah. But you got to label true. it right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you got to be careful. You really do. You really do. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring cocaine into this. Josh <laughs> no, it's fine. Thank you, it. Dave. It's so nice to uh, see you. It's so good to see you. How is uh, how is your 2023 wrapped up? Um, you know, it's been a little more hectic than I'd hoped, but I'm really psyched for like a laid back Christmas holiday, seeing friends and watching movies with my wife Maris and and uh, our fussy eccentric dog Busy. <laughs> mm. Get it. Enjoy it. Enjoy Thank it. You. Our second contestant is a comic. Her album, Rocky Mountain Bye, will be out January 12th. It's Andy Main. Hello, Andy. Hi, how are you? It's nice I to meet you. Been better. Great to meet you. We were uh, talking just before we started recording about how you uh, have single-handedly saved American democracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got My... Trump off the ballot in Colorado. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exerting influence over the Colorado Supreme Court as yeah. only you can. 
as only mm-hmm. I, so Andy you. Main, can. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Great. Great. Yeah, you're welcome. Honestly, we thank you. Just, yeah. I just thought it'd be a treat. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is kind of just a little treat. It's fun to end the year with a treat, and uh, and you've done it. Yeah, it would just be. It would be really nice. It'd be a fun little treat if we didn't slide into uh, you know authoritarian fascism. But if we do, there's always more cocaine. There is probably <laughs> always more cocaine. Andy I actually thank you. Um, I am no. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to interject here because I'm so excited to talk to Josh on a podcast because I used to be a cocaine expert. So um, oh. if you have any questions about it, I sold enough to buy a house one time. And wow. yeah, that's one of my dubious accomplishments. And um, wow. I'm totally here for if anyone has any questions about cocaine, I, I, I am an expert. I've never, I've never done anything enough to buy a house. <laughs> no. Um, well, now it, it was a house in Portland and now it's just a condo okay. in Denver. So it's, it's gone, okay. th- but it's good. all thanks to my sweet, sweet cocaine solution. It wasn't a problem. It was a solution back in the early two mm-hmm. thousands and, um, yeah, it made me middle-class. So I love it. I support cocaine. <laughs> Not <laughs> and cocaine supports you. Yeah. Cocaine clearly supports yeah, you. Yeah. We're good together. Oh wow! I'm sober okay, now. Not, by the no, way, by the way, not, I'm yeah, sober now. Are, but okay, yeah. Oh, and I'm sorry not to change the subject, but I do see a snoot in the in the corner of the screen. I mean, from cocaine to snoot is not that far. Oh, you mean a puppy? Okay, of a jump, yeah. a puppy. Yeah, I saw. I see a, a, a puppy nose. That's my little Sadie. Oh God! Oh, Sadie. Yeah, she's amazing. That's so she's sweet. very curious. Uh, she loves podcasting so much. She can't help snut sniffing the computer. Oh, I, I know. It. I love it. Uh, I am. I am currently in my hometown. I'm at an Airbnb. If it sounds like I'm in a bathroom, it's because I'm in a in a place with high ceilings and nothing on the walls. Um, and uh, my my friend Irene and her dog Dottie are staying with Ben's and my dog uh, Finbar, and she keeps sending uh, videos of the two of them wrestling. And uh, and she it literally just like an hour ago was like I I'm sorry I keep sending all these videos and I was like what the fuck are you talking about what are you sorry about I like, love it keep literally if you could send if you could just have us on a, a constant yeah like, live stream loop, live like stream those dogs <laughs> yeah yeah I would watch it all day what are you talking about you're sorry all right. you haven't met our players they are Josh and Andy it is now time to see which of them has the better grasp. Of 2023, or, or just really any calendar year. Players, if you're ready, you will each now be given a chance to tell me what month you think is the most overlooked month. What is the what is the most unjustly overlooked month of any year? Josh, we'll start with you. What's the good month? Yeah, okay. So we, we know we know the big three at the end of the year get a lot of love because of the holidays, O-N-D. right? Oh, oh. <laughs> Q4. I almost said how bizarre, but that's OMD. Yeah, that's OMC. <laughs> OMC, OMC, excuse me. Yes, yeah. OMC. OMD is so in love. ONJ is <laughs> Olivia Newton-John who's saying, let's get physical, physical. I want to get physical. And get TMJ physical. is like John. TMJ is also too much joy, an excellent band. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. um, I'm going to make, a, I'm gonna make a, a push for January. It is okay. the month that my birthday is in, which only sways my personal feelings a little bit. Uh-huh. But... I think there are so there we really feel the holiday hangover, right? The hangover from celebration, the kind of exhaustion, the the back at it. But I think 
we it is an opportunity, not in a New Year's resolution sense, but just to feel a fresh start. And I think too many people put too much pressure on themselves with resolutions that they're not going to keep. But I think it is a nice time to like give yourself grace to approach the new year with enthusiasm and to kind of like jettison some of the psychological baggage of the previous year rather than feeling like, oh, the celebration is done. You go, oh, now it's back to a sense of possibility and normalcy and you have control over your own time and destiny. So January, the most overlooked month. Wow. That was, you actually made a really good, compelling, solid case for January. Thank you. I'll be darned. Thank you, Josh. Andy, about you? Wow. Um, I'm really into January now after listening to that. Like, (laughs) I'm changing my mind a little bit because I didn't know that months had anything to do with destiny. Like, that was was compelling. Um, I chose March because... March is the month right before spring starts. And as someone with seasonal depression who lives in Colorado where it's sunny, like nine months out of the year, and then it's really bad for three months. um, Just a little trickle, a little extra bit of sunshine every morning starts happening in March and I am here for it. And I love it. And nothing else happens in March. There's, there's the Ides of March and that's about it. Um, oh, also, we, uh, we we fall out of daylight savings time in March, and no one no one appreciates March as much as me. I'm going to say I'm March's number one fan. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. That is the month of my birthday, so already you have a slight advantage. <laughs> okay, March is a solid month. March is a good month. And it's underrated. No one cares about March except for me and you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of true. Yeah, all right. Wow, it's January versus March. Holy cow. Only one can win. I've always wondered which one was actually objectively better, but we're about to find out. Uh, Jan and March. We want to keep these short because they're your buzzing words. Keep them at the ready as we move forward. Josh, you're Jan. Andy, you're yep. March. Let us get this show started with a round we call Troubled Waters Word of the Year. As we have heard again and again by now, The Oxford English Dictionary has announced its word of 2023. And it is, do you know it, either of you? Yes, it's Riz. It's Riz. It's Riz, yeah. Riz of the Rat. Making a comeback. Riz of the Rat. Yep, it means, well, okay, apparently it means style, charm, attractiveness, the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. Uh, It's, it's, I guess, uh, like just a a boiling down of uh, charisma. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it could be Riz of the Rat. It could be Rizzo from... Uh, Greece. I almost said Rizzo from Cheers. I don't think there's a Rizzo in Cheers. Although I would watch that crossover episode. Carla has kind of Rizzo vibes. Oh, definitely. Does have Rizzo vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. What if, what if Rizzo from Greece grows up to be Carla from Mm -hmm. Cheers? Yeah. Like the timing kind of works out. A Carla is just an adult Rizzo. (laughs) She might. Because here's the thing. Like watch any, really any episode of Cheers. Is Carla 30? Is Carla 60? We, Kind of don't know, and either one would be plausible, and anything in between. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna let's start that rumor. Let's create <laughs> that shared cinematic universe. Anyway, okay. So I here's how this is gonna go. I'm gonna ask which word, a real word or one you made up, do you feel best sums up the year that we have just had? What is your personal word of the year, 2023? Uh, whoever convinces me wins the round. Gets we're we're just giving away titles left and right. Gets the title of Troubled Waters Word of the Year picker, and you get bonus points for a word 
that spans the generations because Riz feels kind of mm. young to me. I, I wouldn't feel right saying Riz. Okay, so Josh, yeah. we'll start with you. What is your word of 2023? Okay, I, I'm i going to go with sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, kind, nice. kind of an oof. Uh, yeah. It's making a renaissance. I believe I've seen it mostly on like black Twitter and black yeah. Twitter circles, but I think it is... It spans generations, right? Our parents and grandparents know sheesh. And that's the feeling of this year. It's all been too much, whether it's like the low grade sheesh of how much eggs cost or like Uh the high grade sheesh of following big uh, international news stories. And then the complete gonzo sheesh of like the submersible and that narrative. Uh, Everything feels overwhelming. Uh, like Riz, a good word, but this wasn't a year with Riz. This was a year that made you say, sheesh. Oh, boy, did it ever. And I forgot about the submersible. That was this year. That was this year. We were about to do a big feature on Esquire.com of like things that we cannot believe happened this year. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if the submersible is in it. But I forgot. Wow. Yeah. I might have to like slide in a submersible before we before we publish. <laughs> Not all about the submersible. Sheesh. God, you're so right. My personal sheesh is foof. P-H-L-O-F. Foof is really good. Foof. I, I've also, I, you know, I'll go with a yikes from time to time. Oh, yikes. Yikers. Oof. Yikers. <laughs> wow. Sheesh. God, that was, that's solid. Andy. Hey. What's your word? Um, I'd say that my word for this year and for the nation and for history mm-hmm of the planet would just be anticipation. Um, Cause mm. I feel like we're on the cusp of the end of the world. And every year I feel that just a little bit more closely. And this mm. year we're really close. We're so close. Yeah. It's almost there. Um, so I was looking up synonyms for anticipation and um, Sohern was one of them or sojourn, but I don't know how to say that word. So I'm just mm. going to say anticipation. Yeah, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Sojourn is Sojourn a, a synonym of anticipation? It, it was like a, according to my Google. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like much like Soju. I'm not satisfied by Sojourn. <laughs> uh, it's almost there, but it's not quite. Anticipation is the one, and it uh, it calls to mind the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, anticipation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. God, it does feel. You know, I have. Very much like you, I have at the end of just about every year felt like we are very near the end of the world. One thing I did not anticipate about uh, potentially being at the end of the world is how much I would have to uh, watch the world be like, should we end it next year? <laughs> like it's everybody just seems like it's like we're at the end of the world. Do you, do you, do you want to do it or like, like I, I, yeah. We're getting shittier and shittier trying to get the world to break up with us. <laughs> yes. Yes. God, that is so right. That is so right. God, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. But I have to say, I give I give a slight edge to Sheesh just because it is every day. Every day brought brand new Sheesh. Every day. It's, every day it's an innocent brand new way sheesh. to look at it. It's an innocent yeah. way to yeah. look at the end of the world. It's kind of like it saying, is. oh, it's happening. Oh, geez. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. It's cute. Yeah, you, yeah, you wanna, you wanna like kick a rock. Ah, oh, sheesh. Yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Hands balled up in your pockets. Yeah, <laughs> on your way to the malt shop. 
or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, sheesh. <laughs> Congratulations. Point Thank to you. you, Josh Gondelman. And at the end of that round, our scores are one nothing because there was only one point in play there. Let us now move to a returning round. We're calling the 2024 end of the year review, beginning of the year edition. So this is January 1st, or maybe 2nd. 2024 has just begun. We already cannot wait for this year to be over. Oh my God, aren't you exhausted by this year already? So we're going to act as though this year is over. I'm going to give you the names of some of 2024's biggest movies that are not out yet. And I want you to tell me everything about them as though you had seen them and fully digested every frame. What was the plot of the movie? What surprised you about the movie? What was good? What was bad? What was your favorite performance? What was really the moral? Make it all up. Make us wish we had not missed it when it was in theaters early in 2024, which is a couple weeks from now in 2024. Okay, Josh, you're up first. Happy end of 2024. How was your year? Thank you. You know, there were ups and downs, but I'm glad we made it through. I feel like I'm grateful for the journey we've been on. And uh, and and looking forward to 2025. Okay, good, good. And you know, most importantly, you're it's the end of 2024, and you are alive. You're a living human being. And I'm alive. Great. You know, yeah. uh, I was I was shocked by the election results. No need to get into that in great detail. But <laughs> no, wow, no, no. But I mean, yeah, Oof. it was. Sheesh. It was a white sheesh. It was Not a to sound too 2023 ride. about it. But. <laughs> right. It was a real white knuckle ride, and then you know, and then mm-hmm. yeah, now 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 we understand where we're going. Um, yep. Okay, so um, as you remember, on January twenty, on uh, January twelfth, rather, the Mean Girls remake, the sort of musical, but not really yep. the Broadway musical, but also not really the remake of the movie. You know mm-hmm. the whole thing. It was released in cinemas. Um, there, you know, I, there was. I, I feel like the, the world was like before the Mean Girls reboot musical movie and after. Yep, all of that. Mm-hmm. So tell me everything about the Mean Girls. Um, uh, movie remake musical. I'll tell you what, people were excited about it in a nostalgic way. A lot of people were shocked that it was a musical at all because the ads for it have all intentionally obscured that fact yeah. because yeah. they don't want people to know it's a musical yeah. so as, as they did with 2023's Wonka, mm-hmm. um, which is great. You know, I think it's always a good sign for something when you're being deliberately misled mm-hmm. uh, as to what it is while it's mm-hmm. being sold to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so people were surprised that it was a musical. They were they were comforted by the kind of nostalgic references to the original film, which is is a, a much beloved. They were, I, I think, the songs dazzled uh, at times, and then you know didn't didn't really stick. There was no uh, let it go. You know, there was no big runaway hit from the from the film. Uh, ultimately, I think. It was it was a nice time, but mostly people our age will uh, reach for the original Mean Girls film when they want to watch rewatch a Mean Girls, and they will force their children to do the same. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That my feelings is exactly on the Mean Girls uh, remake reboot mus- musical sort of thing. Okay. Andy Maine, how was your twenty twenty four? Well, as some of you may know, I did die. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it was okay. Tragically, God. <laughs> tragic, yeah. very tragic, yeah. yeah um, but, that was one of my worst memories was when you died. But Yeah, I mean, but I'm still but how, podcasting. Like, how was it up to that point? Yeah, yeah, I'm still podcasting here in heaven. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your Wi-Fi is good up there. Wi-Fi is good with Jesus, yep. Um, yep. Password, 
Very easy to guess. It's Satan six 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 four twenty. It's really weird, but oh, oh that's wow, a good yeah. bet. Good yeah, bet, good God. bet, Jesus. <laughs> <They're fun>. Yeah, <laughs> they're fun up they're there. Fun up there. <laughs> so, all right. So before you died, um, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't need to remind you of the date of that. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, I'm on, haunted <laughs> by it. Yeah. But and now we year, are <laughs> in your favorite month of March, March eighth to be exact. Kung Fu Panda Four came out. Um, what did living, breathing Andy make of it? Well, my favorite part of Kung Fu Fan- Panda Four, Kung was Fu Panda, Kung Fu Panda. I would, I would <laughs> see that movie. Um, I really liked the um, intense historical metaphor about how when the panda wasn't playing kung fu he was actually working at amazon and i feel like we all learned a lot about late stage capitalism Mm. and we also got really cool insight into the factory conditions um Mm. you know like when jack black um unionized everybody and then they all went and kicked jeff bezos's ass that was really fun um you didn't get to see that yeah we didn't expect it um the riots that were started were unprecedented. Um, wow. And that's actually how I died was in a Kung Fu Fanda riot. Wow. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were, and yeah. When yeah. Cherry Pop and Daddies did that benefit single uh, for you. <laughs> yeah. My favorite Kung Fu band. Fanda riot. Yeah. My favorite mm-hmm. band. Yes. You yeah. died in the pandemic. The pandemic. <laughs> yes. The food pandemic. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Five points to you for that one. Three points to you for yours, Josh. We now have a game. And now a bonus question for you both for one bonus point. Looking back on 2024, what was the news story that surprised you the most? And obviously, I mean, you know, the state of news. It, 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 the last time we spoke about this, the end of 2023, really anything goes. You know, anything can be considered news. TMZ is news. Um, That's right. You know. Fox News is not news. Uh, the Economist is kind of news. Uh, Wall Street Journal is kind of news. Some of these things are kind of news. I want you to do every publication. <laughs> yeah. By the way, let me just say, okay, it was the South China Morning Post. Never heard of it in my life. But it showed mm-hmm. up in my Apple News feed. It was an article that was like, you know, the, the 10 most, you know, surprising cancellations of 2023. And the intro paragraph was like, Few th- you know, there are only a few things that are sure in life. Death, taxes, and that at the end of the year, several celebrities will have been canceled. Maybe they posted something that was viewed as body shaming. Or maybe they were arrested for aggravated assault. But in, you know, in several cases this year, people were, uh, you know, yelled at on social media or put in prison. Here are the 10, <laughs> it was like cancellations. And number one was like, Danny Masterson got canceled this year. No, he didn't. Yikes. He went to prison. <laughs> Yeah, for numerous like, sexual assaults. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the South China Morning News is not news. I um, the anyway. other news thing of that nature that always like my eyebrows go like straight up to the top of my head is um somehow I got on the People Magazine daily email list, and oh, no. every day it'll be like uh, Adele and Rich Paul perhaps secretly married, and then directly underneath it'll be like man kills and eats family. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I forgot that that's what People Magazine also does. I love yes. that. 
It's so strange. And it's also like every other website, except for Esquire.com, uh, like you get to the end of the thing and then it's like other stories on websites you've never heard about. And it's like, um, we can't believe they died. And the picture is like Julia yep. Styles, And it's like, well, she didn't. <laughs> Or, yeah, or that's like, why you can't believe it. That's why you can't believe it because it didn't happen. And then also it's like, you won't believe who's the hottest uh, celebrity child. And then it's a no, you no. Know, 150 slideshow thing that doesn't act. It's like Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay. Yeah, no, but we know about her. We don't. And yeah. it's, uh, it's all. The, the internet is broken. I, okay. broken I have an answer for this. Please. I, people are saying there's all this rampant speculation that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are building towards an engagement. And I, I think people are going to freak out about that, obviously, but I truly think that if, and when, which I think there's a good chance we get this in 2024, Taylor Swift announces that she is pregnant. Yeah. People, people will lose their, Mind people will be artificially inseminating themselves to have solidarity pregnancies. Um, Chiefs football games will be like attended by people in baby costumes. Like it's going to be out of control. And so I think that like people take to the street. It'll be a real panda. As as with (laughs) yes, exactly another another one. Um, As with every like big reaction to any news about Taylor Swift, I'll be like, I understand why you would be interested, but I don't understand why you're reacting like this. I don't, yeah. I don't understand why you're this interested. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. How about you, Andy? What was the most surprising news story of 2024? Well, I was really surprised when Wales grew legs back and started walking on the ground again. You guys didn't seem that surprised, but I was concerned about it. Um, Mm. I heard that they were like, well, I was doing a little bit of research and whales and hippopotamuses are first cousins with each other. And then whales were like, oh, I miss the land. The seas really polluted. There's too much plastic in it. So we're going to grow legs back and uh, we're going to do some mountain climbing. Whales are up in Colorado now. I never thought I'd see that happening. Uh, and um, they're on the climb. ballot. They're on the ballot for 2026. So that's exciting. Yeah. I let them on. Well, they wow. threaten the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them, they're whales. On. They're 35 years old. They're over 35, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we got they they could be hundreds of years old. That got- is, is a thing that I've just decided is actually true. Blue whales can live to be 200. Blue whales can live to be 200, yeah. I had no idea. The wisdom. Both of them very compelling stories. Um, But Josh, I found yours plausible. Andy, I found yours very whimsical. Uh, (laughs) Point goes to you. Point goes to whimsy. As as has been my motto uh, throughout 2024. Yeah, 2023, Uh, you were very morbid. But then in 2024, you got whimsical. That's good. Yeah. Vibe shift to whimsy. We have a tie. 11 (laughs) points apiece. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters. Well, it is a brand new year, and I don't know about you, but I have got to dial my nutritional situation back in. Went a little ham over the holidays. Often with ham, quite frankly. But I'm getting back up on it in 2024. With Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. They help me eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner 
was chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat, hearty, yummy meals delivered straight to my door. High-quality stuff, great meals, good portions. You don't feel like you're depriving yourself. You don't feel like you're doing something virtuous and healthy, but you are. Choose from over 35 chef-crafted meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. Are you keto? They got you. Are you vegan? They got you. And it's not just for dinner. The thing I love most about Factor is that they give you snacks as well. Little little yummy keto things. Uh, a, a smoothie. A shake. Uh, a wellness shot. Choose from quick breakfast items, lunch-to-go items, grab-and-go snacks, ready-to-drink juices. It's so good. And if you need to lovingly bring yourself back into some good nutritional habits, Factor is the way to go. This January, get Factor. Eat well without the hassle. Choose your meals, and you got fresh, flavor-packed food delivered right to your door and ready in just two minutes. If that, sometimes you just open a lid, drink a shake, head to factormeals.com slash troubledwaters50 and use code troubledwaters50 to get 50% off. That is code troubledwaters50 at factormeals.com slash troubledwaters50 to get 50% off. Happy New Year. The following are real reenactments of pretend emergency calls. 2024 is already amazing with us playing are Josh Gondelman and Andy Main. They are both amazing. How are you guys? Crushing it. Feeling terrific. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Good. Good. In the f- in a flow state, I would say. Whoa. Good, Good for you. Good. That's what we hope Thank for. You. That's what yeah. we hope for. I just I, I just finished my morning pages before we, we started this. So I'm feeling Hell yeah. you know. I'm feeling like I've put it out there. I've gotten rid of the gunk, as it were, and I'm ready to <laughs> just move on forward. Uh, our next round is called Here She Comes Now, Singing Monthly, Monthly. Hey, get laid, get fucked. How did that start? Do we know? Do you, you know what I'm talking about? I don't about? Know. The Moni Moni. I do thing, know what you're talking right? about. Okay. I don't know what's Andy, going you're on. you giving me a quizzical look. You know the song Moni Moni? Hey, she come now, sing oh, Moni yeah. Moni. Okay, have you... Heard it at a dance or live or whatever, and then like in the in between parts, the people in the crowd go, "Hey, get laid, get fucked." No, is this at a You've British soccer game? It sounds like something that no. would happen at a British <laughs> soccer game. American high school dances in the eighties and probably still now. Yep. And as a okay. matter of fact, if you watch the live uh, video of Billy Idol's version, um, you can hear him like he, you can see him mouth it like off mic because the crowd's oh that's funny my mom is gonna be so pissed but i bet she's she's done it oh no she you think she's gonna find billy idol too disrespectful because of this yeah Yeah. that was the last straw uh yeah it's it's a strange thing somebody somebody started it and it like spread in a time before the internet and i don't know how 
That might be my next investigation. I think Josh did it. That, hey, get like get fucked. Yeah, he did. He was so cooked up. He was. He was so cooked up. Yeah, you know what he was doing. He couldn't stop talking about getting laid, and getting fucked. All right, anyway, <laughs> let's let's forget it. Okay, so a new year has begun. We were gonna have uh, a bunch of our favorite musicians do a little jam session, our version of the Tiny Desk concert, the Desk Calendar concert. But we were gonna do that, and they were all gonna do songs about months of the year. But once we got everybody jammed into the uh, recording booth, we lost track of whose calendar pages were whose. So now we have a bunch of those songs corresponding to the 12 months of the year, but they're all in the wrong order and the month's names are missing. What, this is like a Keebler elf kind of Oh my up. God. It's like <laughs> but um, as with the Keebler when elves, Crunch Berries have too many, it's like when Captain oops. Crunch has too many Crunch Berries oops, in all it. Berries, yeah. Yeah. Oops. You guys saw what I was oops. trying to say. Okay. Oops, all berries. <laughs> oops, all berries. Whoops. Whoopsie. Uh, so, yeah. Soccer blue. So, oh no. That's what they do in France. So we're going to play you a series of song clips about months with the months took out. And you will have to tell us which month that artist meant to sing. Each month will only be used once. So there are 12 12 of these. Each one should get one twelfth easier. And you will buzz in for these words, Jan, March. Okay. And then if you, I'll give you a bonus point if you know the artist and the song. Let's start off with an easy one. Jan. Yo. Wow. Yes, Josh. I was, ca- I kind of figured this one might be the first one. Well, yes. It's September. Mm-hmm. And, and it's Earth, Wind, and Fire? That is correct. Yep, we did start it off kind of, kind of easy. You know, a nice, a nice little t-ball one for you. All right. They get harder from here. September is out. So we only have 11 choices. Number two, let's hear it. Come she will When streams are ripe and March. Oh, I'm yes. Just gonna, I'm just going to say John Denver because that sounds like John Denver to me, even though I don't know. It's not. Okay. But what, what's the month? <laughs> it sounds like how we could sound. Let's go with May. Oh, you are wrong, Josh. Damn it! Oh, um, I'm going to, I, I know this, like I'm, the song is very familiar. I'm going to go with April. That is correct. He was the artist. Oh, was it, I'm, is it Elliot Smith? No. Wow. Oh. I, Elliot, Elliot Smith up in heaven is like, thank you. Elliot, uh, he's, was, he's um, sitting right next to me and he was really well, appreciated. He is psyched. Uh, it was Simon and Garfunkel. April, oh, that come w- she yep. will. Yep. Okay. Of course. That's now. fun because I never thought that Elliot Smith would be in the Venn diagram between John Denver and Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. It's kind of where he lives. It's kind of yeah. where he lives. Okay. Number three. And maybe it will all come back to me. Sing all. Jan? Yes, Jan. January? January is correct. Who's the artist? Do you know? No idea. I'm See, nope. This is this is where it could have become tricky. This doesn't count as December, but it was the Decemberists January hymn. But you do get a point mm-hmm. for guessing January. All right. Let's get to the next one. I can see us lost in the memory. 
March. Yes. Uh, that's Taylor Swift, and that yes. month is March. No. Damn it. No. No. Josh, for a point. Um, I, I guess I've know. got a few a few guesses left. June? No. It was August. It was August. Ah. You do get a point, Andy, for uh, guessing Taylor Swift. Oh, that really August. was Taylor the, Swift. That really was Taylor Swift, yeah. Wow. And the Swifties in our uh, listening audience are losing their mind, and yeah. they're yeah. going to dox you. So cool. Yep. Be ready as for that. As long as I in... get some attention. Okay, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> Let's get to the next one. This is my time of the year. Uh, March. My, what? Yes, March. Uh, that's Panic at the Disco, and that's March. Wow. I mean, you are closer than you think, but oh. very far away. Okay. Uh, Josh, <laughs> how about you? Okay, well, if she's close but far away, I'm going to say Fallout Boy and November. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Excellent guesses from the both of you, but that was Lincoln Park, my December. Oh. This is my December. I really thought oh, you guys were right, going to do- right, because December hadn't been used yet. It was just the Decemberists. Yeah. It was just the Decemberists. Yeah, that doesn't count. That doesn't uh, cross them off. Okay, so we have done- This will be our sixth. So five months okay. have been crossed off the list. I'm not going to remind you what they are because that would make it too easy. But let's hear the next one. Uh, J- uh, Jan. Yes. Yes. February? <gasps> you know that one. Do you know the artist? Oh, is it like, is it poison? No. <laughs> not at all. Okay. I mean, I guess the case could be made that they are the poison of now, but, uh, you know. Uh, Andy? Um, I'm just going to say it's the cure, because that's the cure to poison. No. I don't know. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, I, mean, I, know it, I like, I like the way your it? mind works. Uh, like I'm going to be so embarrassed when I find out what the band is. Well, it was Foo Fighters. It was oh. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Um, of course. I don't think that they're the Beverly poison stars. of today. I think that Foo Fighters are the eagles of today. Because your dad oh, likes wow. them. Yeah, that's my thought. Oh, Hot wow. take. Hot take. Oh, the 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 foofs. The foofs are coming to get to the Swifties. And the foofers functional. are coming to they're get you. They fun- like each other oh, too much to be the eagles. You're right. Hmm. Okay. They're the yeah. um, Fleetwood Mac of today. They also they like also each other too like much to be Fleetwood Mac. They're always just banging each other, you know? Always banging That's and true. That is mad at each other. Dave grows so yeah. horny. Yeah. Is that true? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something though? Chris Shiflett, the uh, the guitarist for uh, Foo Fighters, is I think the hottest human being on planet Earth. I absolutely. Second to me, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, but it, male, like male. Alive. Category. Hottest person alive. alive. Yeah. Hottest person alive who is male. Yeah. New, hottest new star. <laughs> hottest new star. And introducing Chris Shiflett. Okay. <laughs> Let's listen to number seven. There was no hope, no reasoning this rainy day. In- March. Yes, Andy. Uh, Bob Dylan, May. No, and no. Josh? Oh, I was also going to go Dylan. Wow. But I guess my my best guess now is um, 
I'm going to go with March. No. <laughs> and and the artist? I was going to say Dylan. So I, um, yeah. so you're not even going to guess a different thing. Even not even going to guess. That's not the right answer. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to like try again. I'm not gonna be like, wrong. Sure. Wrong on wrong on wrong. That was the Kinks rainy day in June. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's shake it off. Number eight. Oh, I know this one. Mar- March. Um, month oh, March. of May. Andy. Month of May Arcade Fire. Yes and yes. Oh, month wow. Of May Arcade yeah, yeah. Fire. Well done. Okay. I have a good feeling about number nine. Let's hear it. Um, Jan. Yes. July? Yes. There's the artist. And is this Fallout? Uh, excuse me, is that... this Panic at the Disco? Oh, no, it's Fallout Boy. Fuck. It was Fallout Boy. God, I wanted to give you that one. Oh, that that's all right. July by Fallout yep. Boy. Okay. Number 10. Oh, yeah. uh, Jan. Oh. It was very close. It was very close. But by a hair. Andy, who oh. is it? Ah. November Rain, Guns and Roses. November Rain, Guns and Roses. Guns. Why is it hard to why is it hard to hold a candle in the cold November rain? Like I understand that it would be difficult to keep it lit because of rain, but why can't you dripping hold wax? It? Well, it, the dripping wax is a year-round concern. Why would it only be in a rain in November? <laughs> well, rain that's true. rain makes a candle slippery, so Oh, that's true too. Mm-hmm. Rain would make a candle slippery. Mm-hmm. I guess, that but hard like, why? Nove- then why is it just like it's hard to hold a candle in the rain? Why is it the November rain? It's always. What if he's saying it's hard to hold a candle to the November rain, as See, if that's, that's like that, the also best that's the way that expression works yeah. of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't yeah. hold a candle to that song. That song shreds. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah, that's it really does. Just write another Absolutely. song that fucking sucks. What are you gonna do with your life? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's out of the way. Let's get into number 11. Oh, uh, Jan. Yes. October? October? Good for you. Who was it? This might be Is tricky. This, I don't know. I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb. Is this Beach House? No. <laughs> You want to take a swing at who it might be, Andy May? Uh, I have another song from this artist in my iPhone, but I can't remember their name right now. Uh, so um, I'm just going to say um, Mick Jagger. That was a Mick Jagger song. Okay. Mm-hmm. A solo Mick Jagger song? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was Girl in Red. Mm. Girl in Red. We fell in love in October. Okay, this one has no lyrics at all, but there's only one month left, so if you've really been paying attention, you might get it. Let's hear it. February! Jan! March! Nope, let's hear it. Jan! Jan. March. Yes, and what is it? It's the uh, Imperial March from Star Wars. That's the Imperial March. Is that John Williams? It's John Williams. John Williams. That's John Williams. Wowie zowie. Okay, hold on. Slow clap for Josh. Oh, my God. A fast clap for Josh. That was was a a triumph. And thank you. uh, I just did a a key bump. Anyway, at the end of that round, 
Josh Gondelman has 20. Andy Main just behind with 16. Thank you for being here. We're going to be back with our final round right after this. Uh, this is Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cation. And we have a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show on Max Fun. And it's very exciting because what do we talk about? Comedy. Stand up comedy. We both do stand up comedy and have since the dawn of well, Christ. Well, Jackie. Is that offensive? It is offensive to me because you've aged me. <laughs> uh, we started in the late 80s and we're still here. You can't kill us. So go to The Jackie and Lori Show on Max Fun and listen to that. Jackie and Lori Show. New episodes Monday, only on MaximumFun.org. Oh my God, welcome back. Thank you. You okay? Yeah, okay? I was I was really gunning for Long December by the Counting Crows. I thought that was going to happen. Oh, you would think. And I was Great really December. counting on it, yeah. You would think. I definitely. I was counting crows on it, play you that as song. it were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like crows, you were counting on it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. <laughs> but it didn't happen. Didn't happen. There was reason to believe. <laughs> yes. Yes. Will this year be better than the last? It remains to be seen. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with Josh Gondelman and Andy Maine. It's a 20 to 16 game. Josh and January are on top. As we move into our final round, a returning favorite of ours that we call Old Year Resolution. This is the time of year that everybody makes some false promises of self-improvement, and they last, you know, a maximum of 10 days. We are not interested in that. It's tired. It's old hat, like Riz. What we're interested in are the cringeworthy moments that you actually experienced in 2023 that you still carry with you and you cannot forget about. We need each of you to share what you think is the most awkward, the most embarrassing, the cringiest thing that you did in 2023 that still haunts you. And then in the spirit of a new year and healing and, and you know, just January energy, I will make you give the other person a pep talk. So you talk about the worst thing that you did this year. Your opponent will have to pep talk you out of it. Josh may have a slight advantage because of his wonderful newsletter. That's marvelous. <laughs> that contains pep talks. He's very good at this naturally. But Andy, I believe that you have the power as well. So Thank you. That was a good pep yes. talk. Thank you. Thank you. That you have good. the power. And your dog believes in you too. Okay. So, Andy, I'm going to have you go first because you're a little bit behind. You share with us an anecdote of something that you did this year that haunts you. Josh, you will have to pep talk her. Okay. Andy, um, so I was in, I was in the Arapaho national forest in Colorado in the Rocky mountains. And, um, I was on a hike that I had never done before. And I was a little nervous about it cause it was challenging. Um, it was called, I think it was called the sawtooth trail. And I have cookies for my dog cause she's like a little under two years old. She's still a puppy. She won't pay attention to me on the trail unless I have cookies and this is an off leash trail. So you can let your dog off leash. And then I call her back by giving her cookies. Right. Um, there's a line of people between me and my dog. My dog's a little bit further away than I would like. And there is a guy from a different country who did not speak very good English. And, um, I was trying to get my dog back 
And I yelled out, hey, Sadie, cookie. Do you want a cookie, Sadie? She just perked up right here, of course. Um, oh. But Aww. yeah, watch. There, there she is. She's so into it. But anyway, <laughs> um, the guy heard me yell, hey, Sadie. Sadie, you want a cookie? And then he turned around and he yelled, no, thank you. So he thought wow. that I was offering him a cookie. And in a really I, sweet voice. In a really sweet voice. Screaming for him to have a cookie, in fact. And wow. um, I do like it because he thought that Americans just gave people cookies all the time. But also, um, he thought that I was giving him a dog treat. So that made me cringe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that's rough. That'll mm-hmm. make the it was rush out of your head. Josh, yeah. talk her talk her through this. How is she going to oh, face a new year? This is easy. This is a this is a breeze. First of all, you've got truly nothing to be embarrassed about. It was off rip the other guy's error. You didn't say anything or do anything wrong, right? He was the one that was like, "No, I don't want a cookie." You're like, "Yeah, I wasn't offering you a cookie." <laughs> Second of all, this all happened while you were out uh, communing with nature, uh, taking care of an animal improving your own health with physical exercise all you were doing so many good things and just some guy misheard you that's not embarrassing at all that is a charming anecdote that you can tell and no one for a moment would look down their nose at you for for your participation therein you you, this is only this only reflects well on you as a person thank you it's true it's true thank you how do you feel me how do you feel andy I feel like I just took the best bath. Yeah. yeah. I have that effect on people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I had like, you're kind of like lavender um, in it and I was already yeah. clean before I got in the bathtub. <laughs> so it wasn't gross. And there was lavender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. You know, that was beautiful. Josh Gondelman, a name that was once synonymous yep. with cocaine is now synonymous with bath salts. <laughs> you're, That's a good- I think Josh Gondelman, I think bath salts. Uh, okay, Josh. That's, finally, just just something new for 2024. Mm-hmm. A four-point dilemma, a six-point pep talk. Uh, okay, listen. It is now up to you. Josh Gondelman, what is the thing that you did this year that still makes your face pulse with shame? I also have um, a dog-related embarrassment, and mine is ongoing. Uh, I have an elderly pug named Busy. She's 16 and a half. She's very cute. She's very eccentric. She doesn't walk far, but the only way we can get her to walk like a whole city block is there's a barber shop at the end of the block and they give her treats. And she knows that if she goes while it's light out, she'll get a treat. Um, Late at night, she knows she doesn't have to walk all that way. So we go in twice a day, once at 930 before they open and once at about four uh, when in the afternoon when they're very busy. Frequently. I would say once every couple of weeks. One thing you have to know about my 16 and a half year old pug is her guts. I say they're on Shakira mode where she just shits wherever, whenever. And so we like once every two weeks, she will, will walk this, you know, 20 minute walk up and down the block. Cause she's very slow. And we get into the, uh, barbershop and as she's waiting for a treat, she will poop all over the floor in this fancy French barbershop in front of, the barbers, the customers, uh, the receptionist who gives her the treats, and then me. And it is so mortifying. And they're always extremely gracious about it and never ban us from the barbershop. But this happens like every two weeks. It happens maybe every two months. So like six times a year. And it's just going to keep happening until like 
you know what makes a dog stop pooping in the yeah. long run, uh, which I don't want to mention. So yeah, the ultimate wow. lack of poop. Yeah. <laughs> so Ooh-wee. that's um that's that's my embarrassment. And that is a heavy one. Wow, we, um, Andy, pep talk our boy well, through this, please. First of all, do you know how charismatic and lovable you have to be to be that guy at the barber shop where they literally know <laughs> that you're going to walk in there with a dog who's going to take a dump and their arms are open wide to accept you? That's how lovable you are. Like, and let's just not even. Should we skip over the fact that you're so patient and caring with this elderly creature who just needs an extra two hours to get around a city block? Like, that's not too much time out of your day. Look at you caring for other beautiful pug dogs that shit wherever they want. I mean, what patience that is. I One time I had a pug dog and it looked at me weird, and then I just gave it back to my sister. So you're a saint. You're a saint. And people love you. That's why they let you poop wherever you and your dog want to poop. Um, That's a privilege right there. And I think you should take advantage of it and take it further and go to more barbershops. Thank you. You're welcome. That's a really solid pep talk. A five-point dilemma, an eight-point pep talk. Wow. Huge. And, And how do you feel? Do you feel healed? Yeah, I feel incredible. I'm gonna I'm gonna start pooping wherever. <laughs> you should. You should. You can Come on. and you should. Society's falling apart. And I will. It's 2024. Uh, it's the end of the world. Poop where you like. Okay, I am tallying up those points. After that round, oh my god, a, just the slightest edge to January and Sheesh and Josh Gondelman, 31 points. Andy, you got 28. Uh, a god. fine effort. Josh Gondelman, congratulations. Sheesh. Thank you. She's indeed. And huge, you know huge what? Day for me. The the best month of the year happens to be the one that we're in right now. So everybody wins. That's oh, right. the most wonderful time of the year. The friendship we made along the way. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Congratulations. And thank you both. It is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on. And then to write the karmic balance in the universe, tell us about something someone else made that you want everyone to know about. Andy, we'll start with you. Okay. Well, um, I do have a new album out. It's coming out on January 12th with Blonde Medicine Records. It's called Rocky Mountain Bi, B-I, like bisexual. And it's a comedy, stand-up comedy album. And it's pretty much about the last four years of my life where I went sober and moved to Colorado and had a good mental breakdown. And I reinvented myself. And that's the album. Um, Not only... Did I have a mental breakdown that worked out for the best? Um, I also started a podcast. Um, I just released the first episode yesterday. It's called Recovering with Andy Main. And um, in it, we talk about all of the different things that one could recover from. Um, I'm talking to my friends who have stories about recovering from cancer, recovering from substance abuse, recovering from endometriosis, recovering from living in Baghdad. There's a lot of interesting stories out there, and I'm going to cover every single one of them on the podcast, Recovering with Andy Main. And then um, in regards to beautiful pieces of art that I wish other people could experience, um, this one's really easy. Um, two of my friends here in Denver just released new albums, and you should look into those two. Um, one is Ben Roy, 
and he released an album called Hyena. I think that's on 800 pound gorilla records or whatever. Um, 800 pound records. We'll call it that. Um, Ben's one of my favorite comics here in Denver. He's so captivating. And also Adam Caton Holland, another Denver favorite just released an album too. So um, you should listen to those things. And then if you still have any time left, you should listen to my stuff. Oh, how giving. Thank you, Andy. How about mm-hmm. you, Josh? I am about to be back on the road a bunch. I'm going to be in Batavia, Illinois, outside Chicago, um, January 18th through 20th. Uh, Beverly, Massachusetts, North Shore. Um, very excited to come home January uh, 26th and 27th. St. Paul, Minnesota, rescheduled dates from last year that I had to change. Uh, that will now be March 1st and 2nd at, um, la- I should say the venues, Comedy Vault, Batavia, uh, Off Cabot in Beverly, and Laugh Camp in St. Paul. And you can find all my tour dates around New York City and and on the road, you know, all my stand-up dates uh, at joshgondelman.com. And I write, as, as Dave generously alluded to before, a weekly free pep talk newsletter called That's Marvelous. You can get it at joshgondelman.substack.com. Uh, and it's that is where you can get updates for all the stuff that I'm doing. Um, and then and for something else, I think uh, as as the time of this at the time of this recording, a very funny, wonderful comedian named Kenny DeForest recently passed away in a, a car, and he was on a bike, got hit by a motor vehicle, and tragically died young. He has a special out called "Don't You Know Who I Am" that you can find on youtube and it's uh really funny um and really wonderful and i think it's like a nice way to get to know and or remember uh, a person who's gone too soon thank you josh gondelman uh i'm dave holmes i do this show and i think i've mentioned this on this show before but uh it should be in wide release now go see all of us strangers it is a movie that will emotionally uh eviscerate you if you want to have your heart ripped out of your body through your neck Go and see all of us strangers. It's better than I'm making it sound. All right. <laughs> Josh Conlon, Andy Main, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Andy Main. Make a noise. Woo! Josh Conlon. Ta-da! Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman. Happy birthday, Riley. And John Luke Roberts. And our producers are Christian Duenas. Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> and Sheesh. Laura Swisher. Happy New Year. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.